program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Microphone. Be good to get the microphone in front of your face instead of way up there. It is time to tailgate. Pat Dooley and Jeff Cardozo. I saw a young lady uh, yet today over at um, Coach uh, Golden had a press opportunity. It was really good for me. Uh, he was because I had to do something for uh, the. Uh, Alumni, the, uh, magazine. alumni alumni newsletter alumni newsletter and uh now i can't remember her name the girl that with the curly hair that you know was christina christina god i just blanked on her name i'm totally blank but anyway she was over there doing video so it was great to talk and she's really upset that she has not been logged in to do the tailgate at any point this year Zach dominates the uh, he does. producing efforts. I think so he's. I think we he's like, like him way better anyway. He's posted. Oh come on, man! You got to be kidding me. I like Zach, but Christina. But Zach's messed up, there, up. Zach. Zach's up there posting up. He's like posting people up. Now you're not getting by me. You're not who, getting that rebound. Who wouldn't want to hang out with us for two hours? Everybody does. Well, I know. Especially our callers. It's a hot listeners. commodity. Yeah. Anyway, Christina. Sorry, I blanked on her name. I'm glad she didn't ask. Do you know my name? I do know it. I just can't remember it. Say you're old. It's a way to get around it. I I think there comes a point in your life where you just go, "Ah, ah." if you wear Skechers, you're old, unless you're Tony Romo. I do have Skechers on today. I know. Not all. I had dudes on the other day. Yeah, but you can be hip every now and then, but. I would rather be comfortable. Dudes are comfortable. They're okay. Really? They're very flat. Yeah. My thing is, I need support in my feet because my feet are a mess, like everything else. So when you give me flat shoes, that means flat feet. Okay. But anyway, I'm just looking forward to... Doing a good two-hour show here to today, my life. and and uh, and then go speak to. Um, wait a minute, are you singing my favorite Moody Blues song? Probably. You said I'm looking for. I'm looking for someone to change my life. I'm looking for a miracle in my life, and if you could see. What it's done to me. That's a that is a great song. You gotta admit. That's a very good song. Yeah. I would uh, I would admit that. I would also admit it was a, a very good get for the Gators to uh, steal an offensive lineman from the boys up in Tallahassee, a four star. So now a uh 
There's 22 commits now in this class. 17 from the state? 17 from the state. So trying to get it back. And almost all of them are four stars. Yeah, and remember, he said he wanted to get this little barrier a couple hundred mile radius, and I, he has I done it. I am going to be curious to see how it all plays out. No, obviously, two days from now, Cormani McLean will be a big that, – that is huge mm-hmm. uh, if they can get him. Uh, there's a lot of other guys. Keeley, the the guy who committed to Notre Dame five star. If they can get him, um, there's a bunch of other ones out there. My my impression is they feel like they're going to finish strong and could be a top five class. But you know, and this is something I'm going to tell the quarterback club today. This is what you have to do. You have to build. You have to get a a, a great class. And then you have to get another great class, and then you have to get another great class, and then you have to get this. You have to stack them. If you can't stack them, you can never get great. And this is where why Florida is where it is. They haven't been able to stack classes. You know what Georgia's last four classes are have been ranked by twenty four seven. One, two, three, three. No, it's three, two. No, it's three, three, one, two. Okay, well, still the same. Yeah, it's, uh, one, two, three, three. Well, why do you why do you take away my? You asked the question. I knew the answer. You did, well, how do you know that answer? Because I do research. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, their worst class has been the third best class. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't believe in rankings. I don't believe in stars. But I know that the teams with the most players with the most stars are the best teams. Agreed. This That's is what it's become. What it has become, and and uh, for Florida to at least be in the right now, they're eighth, um, and I think they they could finish in the top five, and that's all that's going to do is allow them to keep up with the great teams. Then you've got to develop them, you've got to get, you got to coach them, you got to do the right things. But it is a step in the right direction. No that it is. All right, three nine two eight two five five. We told you Zach's here. He will take all the other phone calls today, and let's get started with one as James is ready to chat. James, what's up? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. The uh, the singing interlude was worth the price of admission. Nice, uh, which, which was, which was <laughs> or <nothing>. or not, um, <laughs> or, or not. Anyway, hey, um, two things. Number one, uh, I'm a Gator in, in Southeast Georgia, just just north of Jacksonville. And I don't know if y'all have been watching the forecast, but it, it could be a little sloppy. And other, other than ruining my tailgate, um, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe weirder things that could happen that you know favors the, the team with a stronger uh, running game. So uh, there's that. And then also, I, I wondered, you know, y'all know Anthony Richardson better than than certainly I do. Uh, is, is he the type of guy that harbors any you know? Hey, I, I, this was my first start. And this team embarrassed me last year. I'm going to go out there and you know, show them who I am and, and put on a show for them and, and really come out there with some aggression, or, or is that just not in him to have that, that fight? So I'll let you all answer. Thanks, and go get it. All right, James, thank you. I, yeah, and we appreciate uh, – again, we, get, we have listeners all over the South. It's great to have them. Well, I appreciate that. I would, I would like to say that that is his mentality, but it's it not. Is, no, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the problem. Like he's, I, he's like, who do we play? You know, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, he'll he'll know what it what it is and what the opponent is, but I just well, he was asked about it after the game Saturday, and he talked about it a little bit, but I mean, 
the bottom line was he was not equipped to play in that game as a starting quarterback at the University of Florida. And they shoved him in there just to show everybody that, hey, we might as well take a chance on this guy. And uh, I don't think that was very a very good decision. I think that was more last year, though. That decision was all of the fans and national people and everybody else but saying But you can't start, let those people him. decide what you're going to do, what you but, believe. But maybe it wasn't up to, to Mullen. To be right. Maybe uh, it wasn't up to Mullen. Well, if it wasn't, then there's another problem they got to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. So, But I'm saying if if, if, if your your decision on who to start a quarterback is not, not your decision – then you've got an Auburn problem. You know, you're you're as bad as Auburn. I don't I don't I don't believe that. Let me put it that way. Okay. But you would hope that Richardson can have some aggression, have a little want to him. I, I don't care but whether he just, wants I, I ca- that, what I care is whether he plays well. Yeah. He he just he needs to to play with a little little anger and a little aggressiveness and that's still haven't seen it. I mean he he, he throws that touchdown to start off the game against LSU and he like a little little casual like fist pump. No, he celebrated pretty good. He mm. he, he he was pretty excited. About it, it wasn't like running down the field like Josh Allen and you know getting in your receiver's yeah. arms. Uh, I, and I, I I had no problem with it. Jumping around. You now you now you're nitpicking. I'm huh? not nitpicking. Yeah, nitpicker. I'm you're not. a nitpicker. I'm not. I'm you're a picker saying. of nit is what you are. I just you pick knit. I wouldn't mind seeing a little bit more from him. It's not who he is. Can you knit? I can pick like crochet. I can pick my nose and your butt. <laughs> your wedgies. In theory, I could, but since my butt is so pristine, I never have to worry about it. Agreed. But I, you know, I, I these guys are what they are. There, no, nothing is going to surprise you Saturday. That's the thing you know. This team is not going to surprise you. It's not like a receiver is going to come out of nowhere. Or it's not like a running back is going to go, you're going to go, oh, my God, I can't believe. This is the team that they have. They're going to try to come up with a game plan. Hopefully they come up with a game plan defensively that is way better than the ones they've been using. And if if they run the same defense and have guys 12 yards off the ball in third and eight, then then – I will stand up and shout that they need to make some changes, okay? But I think they will. I think that they've been kind of enveloped in all these. And and don't forget, there's not too many coaching staffs that come into a first-year situation. And right away, it's Utah and Kentucky and Tennessee and, and LSU and, you know, a conference game against Missouri and, I mean, it's it's not easy to do that. And I think they've struggled with it. But they've had a week off. They had a week to prepare. I know they were doing a lot of recruiting. But hopefully they said, hey, how can we make – how can we be better on defense? Yeah. These guys are not – like I've said a million times, they may not be good, but they're not 130th now. Yeah, ranked. Colorado went behind them. 130th. But I think when you and, and I you can never really use you know that transitive property of 
this guy beat that guy, so he's going to beat this guy. And that's that's not the way sports works. But I think if you no. look back now. But what's your point? My point is, look at LSU. They're, a, in my opinion, bad call away from an interception that gives them a chance to tie the game, go back down the field and score. Right. And you just saw Ole Miss team get blown out by them. Yeah. So Second Florida half, didn't yeah. get blown out by them. Florida hadn't gotten blown out by anybody. So I think they're they're doing enough to keep in it close. And look at they they were pretty good against Tennessee with a with you're a one score game. Out, you're sounding a lot like uh, Jim or uh, Brian Jimbo? Kelly. Brian Kelly. I'm not trying to. I'm just or Jimbo. I'm yeah, just. Jimbo. Sa- it's Jimbo. Yeah. But I'm I'm just saying. I get all those guys confused because they're all basically the same guy. And they'll have accents. My family. That's right. But I just I I think when you that's at least the perspective that I look at and say. It, it just it hasn't looked awful, and if you can get a stop here or there, and I, I think you you're you have an opportunity to win a couple more games. Now, I also said on Monday that I don't think Florida's going to keep it close against Georgia. I think Georgia's going to do its thing and probably win by about twenty. So, but I do believe that there is some hope from this coaching staff, and obviously what they're doing behind the scenes, getting all the recruits to come there and all that other stuff. So. It's not complete misery right now. No, no, absolutely not. And I, I think I, I will say this: I have uh, new respect for the Gator Nation because most of our phone calls are, yeah, we we see where this we we don't have the players. We see where it's going though. We think we're going to get better players. We think we like this guy. And there are some that are negative, but I I, I think we talked about patience when Billy Napier got the job because we knew that the roster was a mess. And I think it still is a mess. What? I was going to whistle patience since you said that. Guns N' Roses. <laughs> but I stopped. You know what song that is. You don't? Patience? Yeah. Patience by Guns N' Roses. Can we play that song? I've never yeah, heard that song we'll before. We'll find that. Zach, look look that up. Patience by Guns N' Roses. We'll play that coming back from the uh, the break. But they I, whistle and it's a good song. I think I think they're the 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 fan base has actually been better than I thought it would be, to be honest with you. Yeah. Now let's open the phone lines and see what happens. <laughs> how mean it can be. All right, so we'll do that. Titan MRI hotline is about to be open. Three nine two eight two five five. We'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll get after it here on a Tuesday edition of the Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Talia Baia. In the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning will be traveling to take on the Los Angeles Kings. You can tune in right here at 10 PM for live coverage. Moving to high school sports, volleyball playoffs continue tonight with a team, few teams playing. PK Young will be competing against Trinity Catholic in the 3A regional quarterfinals. St. Paul II will be playing Oak Hall on the regional finals. And Space Coast will be traveling to play Santa Fe for the 4A Regional Quarterfinals. Finally, the number 14th-ranked Gators volleyball team are 7-2 in SEC play and will be traveling to play Auburn tomorrow night at 8 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Talia Baia. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, 
Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. I think Jeff's got a little wood. It's a good song. I had that as my ringtone back when you could do, like do ringtones. Guns and Roses. Never was a big fan. Axl Rose, right there. Guns and Roses. Just weren't. Wasn't. So like, the, there's some bands that everybody thinks I would love. Thank you, Zach. That uh, yes, very good. That I'm not a big fan of. Um, 
the one that I think people are appalled that I'm not a fan of is, um, well, number one would be Springsteen. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge Springsteen guy. I, I like a lot of his work. I like him as a person, but I'm not a huge Spring. The other one's The Grateful Dead. I, 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 I can't tell you one song that I like of theirs. And yet, you know, I'll bring up obscure groups and people freak out and they go, how can you not like the dead, but you like the head and the heart? <laughs> no, when, when you could do like ringtones and stuff on your phone, uh. I did that as like a when somebody would call me, that's what you would hear in the background. It was so the whistling. Was basically annoying everybody else. No, because it's have a little patience before I answer. Because I got crap going on. May not answer your that call. That is so sad that you thought you were that important. No. You, your your time was that important. That no, you would, I just don't. You would put a ringtone going, you better have a little patience because yeah. I'm I'm probably I'm not going to answer deal. the phone. I'll be doing, I'm a big no, deal. I'll be doing something where I can't answer the phone. Uh, that is that what, no, is that what plays whenever I call you trying to get stuff for the golf tournament? No. I don't know what plays now. That thing ran out. It was like a dollar ninety nine for the year, and I let it run out. I had, uh, I've had a, a lot of, I, I have help a lot of times, especially the week of the golf tournament. I make sure help's on there, so people go, "Help, I need somebody," and I go, "No, no, no, I'm not gonna." <laughs> you don't want that. that. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but. It gets uh, worse in Aggie country. Oh, Three players have gotten suspended. Here's the deal, though, man. We were, like, in the locker room. We did not want to get on that plane and fly all the way back with no buzz on. Mm -hmm. So we decided to smoke pot in the locker room. I don't see where there's anything wrong with it. It's legal in South Carolina. You guys need to get over it. That's, That's the explanation I was given. Good explanation. You sounded like the the turtle on uh, that was trying to find Nemo. Oh, the dude. Yeah, yeah the dude. Yeah, that's good. I take that as a compliment. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. But it is amazing that that would happen in a locker room. Yeah, a little strange. These freshmen that are a part of this yeah. big old paid class that exactly. are supposed to be good and they're entitled and, and feel like they can do what they want. take it and make it into a big deal about this is what's wrong with the NIL. Look, if you've got players that feel confident enough to smoke pot in a, in a locker room after a loss. Yeah. Like if you'd done it after a win, I, Jimbo would probably go, let me have a hit of that too. Maybe it was medicinal and they needed it for the plane ride. Well, they should have gotten that cleared. But they're suspended now. And again, I don't even know how much they were playing. So, I I guess this is where I go back to my biggest – I think my biggest pet peeve in all of sports are preseason polls. And remember, A&M – Which is – It bothers me a lot. No, it's a load of crap that they were ranked sixth to start the year. Who cares? I care. Why do you care? Because – how does it affect your life? It because everybody way? freaking talks about it, and I got to listen to the bullcrap. Because we are doing sports talk radio, so we're going to talk about the poll. But there's no reason to talk about a but team that you knew wasn't going to be that good. Yet everybody there's hyped no them up. There's no reason to tell me who you think the four teams are going to be in the playoff right now. 
We don't know who they're going to be. We have no idea. Anything could happen. Things could change. Yeah, but that you at least have to have. No. Because that's the process. I'm a big believer in the polls. I think polls are great because it makes games more important than they are. And anything that makes games more interesting than they probably really are makes college football better. Four versus 12 is a lot better than unranked versus unranked, which every game would be. You're going to watch it one way or another? I'd watch four versus 12 before I'd watch unranked versus unranked. Okay, but then under that account, you just look for the biggest games of the year and then you rank those people. How you want let, to, let's just say you want LSU and A&M to be ranked high because of the first game of the year. Why not then rank them one, two to start the season? Because I wouldn't do that. Because I, I well, that's what you're saying. But there's integrity in the poll. There, there's no integrity in that. There is integrity. Is I it, was a voter. Okay, right. You were a voter, so that's why you, you're so into these stupid polls. No, I was a voter, and I would make the the. What and I, you're probably one of the only few that actually cared, and looked up stuff because the people that cared. Well, that is true. Ranked A and M six. They're morons, and they shouldn't get a vote. I don't disagree on right. that. So then that's what I'm saying. But who cares? I care. But who cares? Just because you who don't care cares? doesn't mean it's not a but bad why thing. why does it matter to you that they were ranked six in the, in the preseason poll? I mean, so what? I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't affect where they are in terms of getting to the college football playoff. You know where they are? Three and four. That's where they are. Right. Is there any team that is not in the like the top six? in the country that you think should be in the college football playoff right now? No. I don't understand the question. Any team that's in the polls in the top six or seven mm-hmm. that you think uh, it's, it's a it's – a, I can't believe it. They've all It all shakes out. Yeah, I get it that it shakes out, but the point is there shouldn't be a preseason poll – why Heck, not? in my mind, there shouldn't be a poll to like week four, well, so me, you can see where people are. Let me ask you this: all when, right. when the Gators beat Utah, all of a sudden now they're God's uh, gift to college good. football, yeah. right? They so give me a three or four game sample size before you actually. I don't think that I, I could look at the thing right now and oh, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, all these teams that like. I don't necessarily know that they should be ranked in the top okay, 10. But let's just say this. Florida plays Utah next year, right? Yeah. Opens the season. If Florida's ranked 12th, let's say they finish strong, okay? I don't see that, but let's just say they finish strong. They're ranked 12th going into the game. Utah is ranked 10th versus neither team's ranked. Which game do you get more excited for? I'm still watching the game. But that's a, you have to watch the game. Other I'm people saying, are still watching the game. I'm saying it, and you know they aren't going to watch the game if it's unranked versus unranked. They're not going to be as excited about it. It doesn't matter. In, in the end, what you're what you should be uh, judged by is how you did against teams that ended up ranked, not about teams who were ranked at that time. It's just it's it's all it is is. Like it's the front of a store is like a bunch of like stuff in there. Yeah, I the get it, but store. but now you're you're saying all of a sudden if the Gators finish strong, okay, what next year you're not going to have Anthony Richardson. Not next year you're not going to have Osiris Torrance. Next year you're not going to have other people on this team. So 
what then makes them better than 12th or wherever you said that they were going to be put? Because they win their bowl game. Yeah, whoop-de-doo. Like, that doesn't mean that they're... So that sh- I'm they're, not saying it's so right. So then they shouldn't I'm, be ranked. But I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it, it is done with a lot of effort. I think I think the AP poll is done with, with effort. I think guys like me, Matt Baker, um, who does is uh, a, a pollster... Uh, other people, uh, that I have a lot of respect for the people that vote of the poll, and they're they're giving you their best guess. But that's all it is, the guess. But I think it's better to have a poll that comes out and you go, hey, it's four versus eight. I get more excited for four versus eight versus zero versus zero. Right. So you're not a college football fan. Oh come on. Let's get back to the phones. Come on. Get Jeff. the tailgate's number one fan. You What's up? You cannot say that to me. <clears throat> Hello. Hey, guys, y'all there, Cattleman. Yeah, we got you. Hey, guys, a little slow on the phones today, and i got to exercise. i got a playoff question, but I stumbled into a good article about the uh, politics behind the cocktail party, and I'm sure y'all are always up for that. So i got one of those and a playoff question. Okay. Hey, guys, apparently we all know about Shad Khan. What, what do y'all think about Shad Khan eventually one of these days taking the Jags to London full time? Is, is that probably going to happen? I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Um, you know, it could happen. Uh, but I know that a lot of people there believe that he's committed to staying there. But, again, it'd be nice if they won some games. Yeah. Well, the reason I'm asking, Pat, y'all know more about this than I do, of course, but the Jags are coming up on needing a new stadium. Uh, I think what was the contract on the game 2026, 2027, but I think the uh, – the Jags have some kind of deal on the stadium expiring in 2030, right? That, that, That's what I read last night. Yeah, you may be right, but I don't know. I don't think that's what I, I guess my question I don't even know if I'm going to be alive in 2030. <laughs> I, I've got a thought and a question on this. If the Jags leave Jacksonville, how does that affect the game? Because that stadium, um, you know, that that'd probably be not good, right, for Jacksonville if the Jags were to leave town on numerous levels. Wouldn't be good for Jacksonville. I don't think it affects the game because they want to keep uh, – don't forget that there was no Jacksonville team till what? What year did they get there? 97? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there That's was no crazy. team there, and they were playing the game there every year. So. Yeah, okay. Hey, uh, guys, in, in Florida, one of the biggest states in our country, you've got you know Miami, Tampa, Orlando, Jacksonville. But in Georgia, it's kind of interesting. Most of the people who live in Georgia live in Atlanta. And – um, do you think that's the driving factor in the whole thing about moving the game is, yeah, there are Georgia fans in South Georgia, but if you just look at the population map of Georgia, most Georgians live in Atlanta. I think there's as much money in South Georgia as there is in Atlanta for Georgia fans, for Georgia's uh, financial things. I mean, those people will not stand for them moving the game out of Jacksonville. The people that, that live in not only live in South Georgia, but but count that as their week of having a great time in South Georgia. They they love to go to um, uh, Jekyll Island. You you were just there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that whole area is beautiful. They do not want that. Kirby wants to yell about it. It's just posturing. It'll still be in. It'll be in Jacksonville yeah. probably until I'm dead. And and now yeah, that they ha- allow you know basically Georgia to fly right in. Yeah, it's yeah. it's simple. Like it's not like it's like They've this longer done, bus ride and everything else. The city of Jacksonville has done everything it can do. And if they asked them, and if they said, "Hey, look, we want 
We want both teams to be able to stay on cruise ships. They will do that. Yeah. They yeah. will do whatever they need them to do. They don't want to lose yeah. that game. Yeah, and from what I read last night, I think Georgia gets 300000 k more due to air travel or whatever. But I believe I've seen a stat like 70% of Georgians live in the Atlanta metropolitan area for whatever that's worth. But, uh, guys, i got a playoff question for you. 538, Pat, do you check that website out? I think it's pretty good. Uh, I've, I have read stuff on 538, yes. Yeah, okay. Mostly um, about elections, I, though, not about yeah, playoffs. Yeah, they, yeah, they're into politics, but they do a good job with sports, too, all the sports leagues. But um, as you mentioned, we're only halfway through the season. A lot of football to be played. But it looks like we've got seven teams fighting for four chairs. We've got uh, three in the SEC, Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, two in the Big Ten, Ohio State, Michigan. And then we got Clemson and TCU. And um, – if you just look at the NFL draft and what the SEC sends to the NFL draft every year, forget what the two teams are. You talk about a rip job. If uh, the SEC ought to have two teams in this playoff, I mean, whatever teams, do y'all agree with me on that? It'll depend on how it plays out. I mean, if, if Georgia beats Tennessee, let's assume that happens and Tennessee goes 11 1, I, I can make an argument for Tennessee. Um, but it, a lot depends on how it all plays out, you know. Uh, well, well, Pat, in previous years, you know, we, it seems like we see Heather Dinich uh, showing up on TV with Liebom all the time, and they start talking about the eyeball test, it seems like, as we get deep into November. And, um, you know, the Big 12's been gutted, and um, Clemson's been getting by on hook or crook. I just have a hard time believing. You, uh, you know, and Alabama's been up and down a little bit, and all these teams have a warp probably along the way. But I just have a hard time believing looking at Clemson, probably with a true freshman quarterback, or TCU, that those are playoff teams. Yeah, but I can't see Clemson at 13-0 and getting left out, if that's the way it comes down to. I can't see but that. But who do they play? I can, who do they play? Uh, who do they, they play? haven't played anybody. Uh, they, Syracuse. They play anybody. crappy teams in their crappy conference. Yeah. I just, uh, looking at it, it's just kind of, I just think, I just can't imagine a playoff with that two SEC teams in it, regardless of what those two teams are. Well, I think they'll be two. That'd, 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 that'd be as big a rip-off as you voting for Charles Woodson for the Heisman, Pat. I wish I could vote for Charles again. <laughs> that, that, uh, that'd be about as dumb as voting for a defensive player for the Heisman. Are you going to make me not vote for Hendon Hooker this year? Is that <laughs> no, your no, goal? No, but no, no, you know, it could be Alabama. I mean, Alabama could show up and beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. Right. So, okay, so what, what happens are. in that scenario? What happens if Georgia beats Tennessee and then Bama goes and beats Georgia in the SEC the championship? Now you have three yeah. one loss teams. Tennessee beat Alabama, yet they weren't in the championship game. Alabama's got to go. So who do you do you yeah, leave well, out, you know, Tennessee we, or Georgia? Right, it's, it's the whitest game, kind of games to be played. But we're really talking about TCU and Clemson here, guys. Are these are these teams really in the top four teams in America? We all know they're not. no, they're not. But that's well, well, that's I, the I thing Clemson, that's set up. I think Clemson might be the fourth best team. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's just it's just kind of a shame to see. I mean, Alabama, we all know, is probably got the best talent in America year in year out. And you're going to tell me they're not one of the best four teams in America for Clemson or TCU or Michigan. Yeah, but you got to – I mean, look, we'll just, I just want to wait and see how it plays out. I'm, I don't worry about it too much because, obviously, the school that plays a little yeah. bit away from here is but not you, involved in this discussion. Yeah, but but if Florida was undefeated, Pat, and Florida's one of those three teams, you would be worried about it. No, I, I, maybe All I right, would. thank you. I, I would love to have that day when I am sitting here and I'm, I'm making an argument about Florida being in the national championship game. Like, yeah. I remember in 06 – 
It wasn't even that big of a deal. We didn't think Florida was even going to go. They weren't that good. The the amazing thing about the 06 team is that 06 team wasn't great. Mm-hmm. They just found ways to keep winning games. And then, of course, they lose at Auburn. And then they get to, uh, you know, they beat FSU. And, and that's when Urban made his appeal. And he said, look, Michigan had their shot at Ohio State. Give us a shot. And then they had to go beat Arkansas, which is a good, really good Arkansas team, and then got to the national championship game and, and took care of business. But uh, that was not a great team. There, I, I can name five teams better than that 06 team. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. And then but you get the opening in. kickoff run back, and you're like, oh, crap, Gators are going to get destroyed. And Ted Ginn blows his ACL. Yeah, celebrating. But think about that scenario. What would happen? Oh, I, I'm – I am hoping for that scenario. I'm hoping you have three one-loss SEC three teams. Three one-loss SEC teams, because they are going to be three of the four. And they would have all beaten the other. At least three of the four best teams yes. in the country. I would put Ohio. I, and then to Ohio, me, Ohio State. State's number one right yeah. now. But Georgia's they haven't played two, anybody. I would say Ohio State has the worst schedule out of any of those opponents. But, but they're not even like they're not even being like nobody's even. Testing because nobody is on the they're schedule. Good. They're good though. They're that good. Who did they beat? And we well, they beat Notre Dame. That's not even that good. Win. Part of the problem is that they're the te- they didn't schedule bad. Teams just haven't turned out to be any good. Like Iowa. I mean, oh, oh, Iowa is coming to town. The least amount of points they scored was that first week against Notre Dame. Then they've scored 45, 77, 52, 49, 49, 54. So they're scoring a bunch. Against Arkansas State, Toledo, Wisconsin, Rutgers, Michigan State, and Iowa. But again, you're the not, only, you if, don't know going in that Wisconsin and Michigan State are going to suck. Suck big donkeys. Right. Okay? But again, they do. But they do. But that's not And if you're going to use your little uh, you, ranking crap. None of those teams have even been ranked. You act like I They're invented, playing their first I rank, invented the ranking system. They're playing their first ranked team this week. And who do they play? Penn State. And what's the score going to be? I don't know. 55 to 12. No. Yeah. The Fighting Trout Lions will hold their own. They will not hold their own. We've already seen what happened in a big game with them. Michigan got them. Badly. 41-14. It was I close think. for a while. Anyway... Yeah, no. I mean, look, so, I'm not worried about the playoffs yet. I'm not going to even – like, I don't worry about the Heisman yet. I, I, I have it in my mind who I want to vote for, and I do have a vote just so Cattleman, just to make him miserable. I have a vote, and I'm not going to vote for anybody from Tennessee, and I'm going to let that be known right now. No, I'm kidding. I would never not vote for anybody based on where they go to school. I had Peyton Manning second. In 97. Mm-hmm. I had him third. I had him second. Charles Woodson, the winner, was first. <laughs> but around this time, around next week, you know, I'll start thinking, okay, if I had to vote today, what would, would my vote be? I can, get, I can throw names out there right now, but I'm not, I'm not cemented to anything right now. I'm just kind of waiting to see how things go over the next few weeks. Remember... The year Tebow won, the quarterback at Oregon, Dennis Dixon, mm-hmm. he was unbelievable. He was going to win the Heisman. Yeah. It was a lock. And you he heard. blew his knee out on a Thursday night game. Yeah. 
and and that allowed Tebow to win the Heisman. So you never know what's going to happen. Well, he should have won the Heisman again. And he well, didn't. he should have won it again. Yeah, that that was bull crap. Yes, he got the most first place votes and didn't win in '08. Uh, mm-hmm. And I I'll never forget this as long as I live, Jeff. I'm talking to Bobby Stoops after the Heisman press conferences and everything because it was weird that year. That year they had the ceremony in one place and then they brought the players and the coaches all over to another place. That's where we were, which was kind of strange because having gone through the downtown athletic club with Danny Werfel was the greatest, one of the greatest nights of my life. It was so great. But this was just doing interviews. And I remember telling Bobby, I go, yeah, but I tell you what, man, you guys pissed off Tebow. He goes, what are you talking about? He goes, well, he got the first most first place votes and he didn't win. He's going to be mad. That's going to be an unbelievable game. And you could see the look on his face like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. That's going to give him reason to play harder than ever. And we know what he does when he plays harder. You can just literally see it going through his eyes. I, I, I'll, I've never experienced anything like that with a coach. And I know Bobby pretty well. But it was like going through his eyes like, uh, and he, all of a sudden he didn't want to talk anymore. And what happened? Tebow won. Yep. Played really good. All right, it is 4.44 and 44 seconds. So we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the first hour. It's You're not, listening wait a minute, to the tailgate wait a minute, powered wait a minute. by now it's 40. Gatorland Toyota. That's what I was trying to This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. Gentlemen, listen up. Your lady is letting you watch football, go to tailgates, and hang out with your buddies every weekend this time of year, so you need to show her some thanks with something that'll make her smile. And what's better than jewelry? Oaks Jewelry is the place that'll create that smile with their amazing selection of diamond studs in every price range. They'll look amazing on game day with her gator tee and jeans, or how about date night paired up with that little black dress? Now show her you're a stud and get that special something just because... Oaks Jewelry, making North Central Florida smile for more than 30 years. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. And my wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch 
lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call. 333-0460. Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 124-9384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Staying mostly clear and quiet through this evening with increasing clouds overnight. Tomorrow, spotty to scattered showers are possible. Highs around 80. Thursday and Friday, sunshine returns with afternoon highs in the 80s. This weekend, a 20% chance for thunderstorms both days. Highs in the 80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Green Bay is in trouble right now. I still think that they're going to meet that 5, 6, 7 seed. They'll still find themselves in the playoffs. But they've got to get this thing turned. They lost to the Commanders. When does an elite quarterback in a three-week period lose to the Giants, the Jets, and the Commanders? I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, those type of names. I don't, I don't see them having three-game skids like this. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Alex Moraski. The Tampa Bay Lightning will take on the Los Angeles Kings tonight in LA. The Lightning are currently three and three on the year. Coverage starts here at 10 p.m. In Gator news, Gator softball takes on USF tomorrow night at home, starting at 7 p.m. Also tomorrow, the Gators volleyball team will face off against Auburn. That match in Alabama starts at 8 p.m. Then on Thursday, the Gators women's soccer team will host Texas A&M. Coverage of that game will start here at 5.50 p.m. I'm Alex Moreski. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. 
The event you've been waiting for, International Diamond Center's biggest and final store-wide sale of the year is next weekend, November 4th, 5th, and 6th. Get extra savings store-wide, guaranteed IDC lowest prices, plus 36 months zero-interest financing. And it's like double the selection with all of the industry's top designers flying in with their entire collections. Everything's on sale, plus way more diamonds to choose from. Lowest prices before the holidays, not this weekend, next weekend, November 4th, 5th, and 6th at IDC at Celebration Point on approved credit. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net. Thursday night. Let's go! After two straight road defeats, the Buccaneers will look to right the ship and get back to 500 when they host Lamar Jackson and the Ravens at Ray J. Evans basic hit. Touchdown Tampa Bay. What a great throw by Brady. Pre-game at 7, kickoff at 8.15. Fire the game. Right here on the Buccaneers Radio Network. How about the Buccaneers? We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. That was the great vocals of Pat Dooley, everybody. <laughs> I got a tickle in my throat. Jeff Cardozo that's, alongside as we talk about a Tuesday. Things that are going on. Did you watch any of the Patriot game last night? I did watch a little bit, not a lot. I watched about 30 minutes of it. Um, it, How does that happen? What? The Bears suck. The Bears suck, yeah. And the Patriots suck, too. What about... Do we start to question Belichick? Uh, absolutely. Look at his record without Brady. It's under five hundred. Yeah. It doesn't mean that when you take... Like, for example, if you take Bill Walsh and look at his record with Montana and without Montana. Okay, it was better with Montana. Yeah, you know why? Montana was really good. Mm-hmm. But And they worked together well. And obviously Brady and Belichick worked together really well as as a, a group. Um, so I don't, I don't think any less of Belichick, but it clearly 
you know, he can't seem to get it back to where it was. And <clears throat> I don't know. It, it it feels like they just aren't even that good a team. Like, they were always good, but you had Brady to be the, like... Yeah, they could have the, a bunch of alpha no dog. names yeah. and, and have Tom Brady and make it work. But if you get out no names and Mac Jones or um, Zappy... But you're also seeing Tom Brady, though, Who's now. Who's struggling. And, and he didn't have a bunch of his receivers, so he had no names in Tampa, and it, it wasn't working. So it's it's got to be a mixture of what do you, both. What do you, wait a minute. You can't say that Tom Brady doesn't have name receivers. He's got receivers that are the referees are asking for their autographs. That's how big they are. Yeah, but you know what happened with that. Did you hear the real story? No. What I heard was that they're looking into it. Well, I'll tell you the real story. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Because you'll like this, actually. I probably and you will. And you will have a different respect for... Mike Evans. I don't. All right. Mike Evans and the side judge that was there, his name was Jeff Lamberth. They both went to Texas A&M. Okay. Okay. Lamberth was getting Evans' phone number. Why, you ask? So he could pass it along to a golf pro that Evans wanted him to get lessons from. So the other guy was there giving Lamberth a piece of paper so it made it look like they were both asking for an autograph when in reality he was getting his phone number so he could pass it along to a golf pro so he could get golf lessons. That's a great story that they've come up with. They've concocted there. It may not be true. It's true. How do you know it's true? Because he called the guy for golf lessons. Now he had to cover it up. No. It was a bad look. Optically, it was not good. You should, hey, you should you know what you should do? You should go, hey, Mike, we get away from the cameras. I need to get that number. Well, they were in the tunnel. So They they know there's cameras everywhere except when you get in the locker room. But but think about this common sense-wise. You know what I tell, if I if I do a why, job interview. Why would common sense ever come into this? if you want to come out and get interviewed for a job with me, I'm going to tell you two things. All right. Show up and on only, time. Yes. Be on time. And don't be a moron. Like literally, I'll tell you that to your face. Don't be a moron. Well, I, like, I will make tell right you decisions. That all the people that work for you have, have accomplished that goal. Yes, I know they're all very good, and I do that the right way. That doesn't apply to the people that come out and play golf, though, right? No, definitely not. Because <laughs> I would have been kicked off that course a long time ago. But I, but when you, I think it's moronic to do that. Right, I, so I that's you, what I'm saying. Yeah. So why would Mike Evans one actually sign an autograph? But like it's, that that's that's the common sense you have to think about. There's no way that a yeah. referee in that situation in uniform is going to ask for an autograph. So all these people just blew it up for no stupid but, reason. But isn't it when you talk about common sense? Isn't it common sense to not? Be in front of cam- well, you no, know cam- because you know cameras are going to be there, right? But you're not thinking that you're doing anything wrong. Well, then just wait so you shouldn't until you have get to. over to the corner and and, and no, ask. you're you're away from the field. Not as the guy's walking off the field after another loss, right? But you're away from the field. You're in the tunnel. It's not no. a big deal. I think it's stupid. Okay, well then I don't think it, you're right. 
I am right. And everybody that has to look at it now blows everything up and to all these proportions because they think they know the story. And like that's the problem we have with this crap that's going on with everybody. Like it's just it, it's ridiculous. I, I don't disagree with you on that. Um, but I do think everybody that, jumps to conclusions I do think without referees before the facts are there. Smarter in the way they handled it. W- what about the other guy? He just happened to be walking with him. The guy says, "Hey, I don't have a piece of paper." No, he yells hey, dude, him. can yeah. you give me a piece of paper? So then he has to go get a piece of paper to get the phone number. So that's not that referee's fault. Wait till you get away from the cameras again. How are they thinking that they're in the tunnel? They. I don't. I would not go up and want to give get somebody's phone number or give somebody a phone number. Minutes after, if they that's your only walk. opportunity to get the phone number, well, you're wait, getting the wait, phone how number. is that the only opportunity? Because he's going to go to his locker and room. you can walk right in there. No, you, you can't. No, you can walk right in there. And go, hello, I'm a referee. Right, exactly. I'm the whiz. So you think that he wants to do that in front of the entire team? Sure. Or solo? No. You're just now trying to Let's cover your ass because you're wrong. All right, we got to get a break. No, we'll do I'm that right. whole another hour to chat about these things and more. You're listening to the tailgate. Left Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Life is short, and if we spend our time suffering with pain and it takes away our joy, that's not a very good way to live. He's right. It's hard to be happy when you're in constant pain. QC Kinetics patient Chad admits the chronic pain in his knee really robbed his quality of life. When I was going to the traditional doctor and getting the pain pills, my smile wasn't as big as it usually is. Going to my high school reunion on crutches, it was awful. But then Chad visited QC Kinetics. He experienced the real power behind natural regenerative treatments. Using healing properties from his own body, QC Kinetics was able to restore and repair damaged tissue, finally giving Chad lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. And I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. Learn how advanced regenerative medicine can help your body heal itself at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. 
Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. There's so much to love about our community. The small town values, the familiar faces, and somewhere near the top of the list, high school football. That's why Radiant Credit Union is here to celebrate all this community has to offer, both on and off the field. While others may come and go, Radiant Credit Union is here for you, here for the community, and here for good. Proudly serving our members for over 65 years, stop by any of our nearby locations or visit RadiantCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, welcome in. Second hour brought to you by Melvin Law. They won't back down. It's a great pleasure to bring in one of the greatest players to ever play at the University of Florida to start off the second hour, the great Ben Troop. Of course, you guys probably know him because he's all over social media and he's all over podcasts and everything like that. He's been on my podcast and now he's on our radio show. He's got an event going on this weekend as well. Young Benjamin, how are you today on this beautiful Tuesday in Gainesville? I I am doing good. I hope I hope that this I hope that this weather holds up for Saturday, and I hope my Florida Gators can have a good showing uh, in Duval County. <laughs> yeah, what I mean, what, you go into that game with how much uh, hope? Let me ask you that. I mean, the the, the former player in me goes goes in with a lot of hope, but but the the the, the analyst in me, <laughs> I mean, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough, Pat, because let's let's just call it what it is. I. I'm going to need Georgia to look more like they looked against Mizzou and not how they looked against Auburn. But the fact is, they seem to play their best games when they play in, when they play in Florida. Yeah, I mean, that's the way this team, they seem to kind of have that attitude of, of we'll play down. We don't mind playing down to our opponent. We'll still win. And then when they're playing a better team, they play uh, really well. But uh, it, it's certainly a, a big weekend for everybody up in that area. And they, and of course, you've got a big event going on as well up in um, what is it in Jekyll Island, right? Yes, sir. My fourth annual Florida Georgia uh, Legend Series going on at the Western on Jekyll Island, and uh, it's just something I put together for 
former players that came through the game. I, I know how how when when uh, when our playing days are over, not only do we uh, not you know uh, walk away from the game never to be seen from or heard from again, there is no interaction with current players, former players, and it's just my way of saying you know how much I appreciate the fact that I was blessed enough to be a part of the game, and you you uh, you bring in former Florida guys, former Georgia guys, and it's really really fun. We have a round table, we have a meet and greet. We have an autograph signed. It's really, really fun for the players because I be thinking that, you know, because I'm in the media, these guys' phones be ringing off the hook. But this be like, you know, these are opportunities to be few and far between. So it's just my, it's just my way of saying thank you to the players that uh, had some great moments in this great rivalry. Well, and obviously it's a rivalry you're well, well aware of and, and played in it a bunch. And, of course, uh, the funny thing is Ron Zook was pretty good in this game, wasn't he? He was. I mean, Ron Zook. It was a guy that obviously when you come in behind Coach Steve Spurrier, and he he just he he made sure we understood how big it was. So obviously that his first year was my junior year, and you've kind of gotten used to it. But he was a guy that made you understand about making a moment, making a memory, because these these things are going to last forever. Obviously, 2002 uh, when I caught the game winner, I think it's one of the only Florida Georgia games being played at night. It's usually you know 3:30. Uh, yeah, they they moved it tonight over. that year. Yeah, and then they moved it back away because a guy got killed that night. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, well, Pat, I mean, the thing, the, the crazy part about it is, I've seen, I, I've got to see it from all angles, on the field, in the press box, but the pageantry is really around the stadium. It is so much going on outside of the stadium. It is, it could be a documentary, <coughs> excuse me, uh, within itself. But uh, yeah, them Georgia boys brought out the best of me. I hope they had as much fun as I did playing against them. And hopefully, man, uh, Florida can add another memory come Saturday because, like I said, I don't care what nobody says. Two years ago, nobody saw us beating Georgia, especially we're giving them a 14-point cushion. Well, and, you know, Ben, you, you mentioned the, the obviously the rivalry and, you know, you came down here from Georgia. Was yeah, was there a lot of recruitment yeah. from, uh, from those guys or was it a, a no-brainer that you were going to make your way down to Gainesville? No, no uh, the thing was Jim Downing was the head coach uh, when I was getting recruited. But uh, it's hard to compete against Steve Spurrier. Let's just let's just call it what it is. And I, I wasn't a my, my high school wasn't a prestigious high school that's putting out big time D one athletes every year. So me and Carlos Rogers and uh, you know uh, Isaac West were the first of our kind. But I just remember this. My my cousin, my, like I said, my cousin told me when Steve Spurrier come to your house, you do not tell him no. Mind you, <laughs> this is early in the school process. I'm like, well, why would Steve Spurrier come to my house? But came to my house, two assistant coaches. And uh, he, I, he, I just remember him calling me Benny, which is what my family called. He said, are you going to be with us? And I remember my lines. I said, yes, sir. I still went through the whole recruiting process, but how can you pick against a team like Florida? Because they were the premier team in college football at that point. So, hey, man, I want to see – I want to take my talent down to the Gville. I love it when people tell me the story about Spurrier coming to their house and – they said, All right, "Are you going to be with us?" And they go, "Well, I'm not sure, Coach." Well, we'll be you wherever you go, you know. So uh, yeah, can't say no. Yeah, it's hard to say no to him. But um, obviously, you had a great career, and and uh, everybody knows you as much for jumping over guys as anything else. But uh, what was it like for you to 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 be playing down here at Florida during that time? It was the most uh, it was the most humble experience I probably had thus far in my life because. Me being young and naive helped me. I mean, I get to college at 17 years old, and I don't, I don't know how big of a decision I've made. Like I know what I've done, but I don't know what I've done. And then you get here, 
and you go and I'm I'm at I'm at one of the I'm at one of the uh the uh souvenir shops and it was a lady. Um they just I'm not listen, I'm not she was a she was seasoned. As my grandma would say, you don't call a woman old, you call her seasoned. <laughs> she was seasoned, all right? I'm gonna say she was seasoned and That's like me, I'm seasoned, yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's the Pat Dooley season, and I, I, I'm sitting there, and I'm, I, I, I get me, me and my mom and my dad, we get like a Florida shirt, and before she rings me up, mind you, I haven't put on my helmet, nothing yet. She says, "How you think we're gonna do this year?" It's like she's letting me know I know who you are, and so the just the you know just the the tradition and how big Florida is. I was just happy that I really didn't know the magnitude of the situation. It helped me out a lot, but yeah, man, Florida is is it was. Big brand in, big brand now, and like I said, Coach Spurrier being such a rock star, I believe he prided himself in putting all the pressure on him, which made us be able to just go out there and just fly around. Well, you, you were six four though. I mean, they knew, they kind of knew you were an athlete, right? Well, well yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, I mean, I, I hadn't I hadn't gotten into that Rob Glass strength program yet. You know, I ain't got no muscles yet. You know, I'm just tall and lanky at that point. Then Rob Glass, you know, my first workout, I kept saying, hey. Why is there so many trash cans in here? Y'all got a lot of trash? He go, oh, you finna see why these trash cans in here when this workout is done. But, uh, hey, all I can say is when they, when I say Florida gave us the best, best strength coaches, best head coach, best assistant coaches, best assistants, I mean, I tell people I'm a byproduct of being a part of a machine, man. When you look at that machine on the Florida, if you don't become the player you hope to become, it is nobody's fault but your own. Yeah, you're not lying. Put on 30 pounds my freshman year in you that uh, in that you workout did. program. Yeah, that's what it was. I put 30 pounds on my freshman year with the beer program, work, workout program. Yeah. Well, Benny, that um, you know that that O2 game that he was talking about there. Remember, Georgia was really highly ranked in that yeah. game, and and you guys. That was the year that Zook ran to the wrong side. Yeah, yeah. But it's just <laughs> you know you, you think about that, and and I know it's you know, maybe not comparable, but. This year, Florida's unranked. Georgia's the, you know, the best team in the country. All these things are going on. I, I guess when you look at it, anything can happen in this game. You never know because it is that rivalry. It is half and half. you just you got to get off to a good start, and we'll see how the, the momentum goes in this game. Absolutely. Uh, even in the 2002 game, what happened was Taylor Jacobs, uh, he gets hurt like the first quarter, so they was forced to get away from the game plan. So myself, Carlos Perez, Calvin Kai, Aaron Walker, and uh, obviously Rex Grossman, we was able to just kill them with a freaking ghost screen that they, they still ain't figured out mm-hmm. how to freaking stop. And I think the thing is, I think you said it the best. Georgia is used to playing with the lead. What type of team are they if they got to play from behind? And how much confidence does it give Anthony Richardson and, a, and an offense that's still outside the run game, still trying to find their offensive identity? If I'm coming in unranked against the number one team in the country, I can play as loose as it gets. I don't have to – I don't – everything is on them. God forbid if Georgia does the unthinkable and loses on Saturday and Florida does the unthinkable and win, it can happen because – my four years at Florida, I think Georgia came in. Outside of maybe my first or second year, they came in ranked higher than us my last couple of years. So I don't, I do think that, yeah, Georgia's obviously the best team in the country, but that don't mean they ain't human. That don't mean they cannot be beat. You know, I consider you, Ben, the third best tight end in the history of Florida football. It's Is messed that, up right there. No, it's not messed up. I, I'll go Pitts for one, and I'll go Aaron Hernandez, too. I'm sorry. I, I he he What he did was great. And I'll put Ben Troop three. I don't think I think that's lofty uh, a judgment right there. Do you, do you agree with any of that? I, 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 well, I, I appreciate you making. I appreciate you making me number three. But I will say this, and you know, I will. I would just switch your one and two. I think 
I listen, Kyle Pitts is a freaking mutant. This dude, <laughs> I don't know, he can do it all. But Kyle Pitts was featured in this offense. Aaron Hernandez was just a part of an incredible offense. If Aaron Hernandez got featured the way the way Kyle Pitts did, Aaron Hernandez would have had twenty touchdowns. This dude, he could do because he, he was on the offense. Yeah. He was on an offense that had so much offensive firepower, and he still stood out. Love Kyle Pitts. I mean, love Kyle Pitts and what he does. But Kyle Pitts is six six, two forty five. I mean, what it can run a four four. What I hope he he became what he became. But but Chico, man, what Aaron Hernandez was able to do. Aaron Hernandez would take a little screen and he'll take it sixty. He he won the he won the John Mackey. And like I said, those guys are one or two in my book. But yes, I, I would still say Aaron Hernandez because of what he had to do to even get noticed in an offense that had Tim Tebow in it, I, I, will, I, will, I will pick him as number one. So you go Hernandez, Pitts, Troop. I, would, I, I wouldn't even – man, I don't, I don't even rank myself. I mean, I, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't do all that, Pat. I, I would go Aaron Hernandez, Kyle Pitts, uh, Cornelius Ingram, who injuries really derailed yeah, him. Did. Maybe See, Jordan I... Reed. And I got and I got to put the homie uh, uh, I got to put the homie uh, Aaron Kenny in there, even though Kirk Kilpatrick will have something to say about that. Aaron Kenny was a great tight end, he really was, and a great fireman too, right? Yeah, uh, Jeff Fisher. Uh, when I got to the Titans, uh, Jeff Fisher actually, you know, he knew that EK was a fireman. He has a fire at his house when they're on the roof, and he said he looks up on the roof and there go EK up there putting it out. So <laughs> you, you better be lucky. EK took, took putting out fires just like he did, you know, trying to uh, trying to pancake block defensive ends. But yeah, EK never met a dude like him, man. E, I learned so much about fire safety when I when I was with the Titans with him. Let, let, let's, let, let's let you plug your uh, event again and let people know what they can do if they want to get involved in it because obviously there's a lot of people listening to this show up in the Jacksonville area and uh, up in Jekyll Island. Yeah, they could definitely go to Ben at ESPNCoastal.com or Christian at ESPNCoastal.com. It's my fourth annual Ben True Florida Georgia Legend Series being held at the Western Hotel at Jekyll Island. The round table starts at 6 o'clock. The meet and greet starts at 5 o'clock. You gonna have uh, you gonna have Chris Rainey, Jeff Dems, Jeff Chandler, Tim Worley, Scott Williams, DJ Jones. It's gonna be a lot of red and black. So we gonna need to see and we gonna need to see if orange or blue to really show up and show out. Listen, and I and I got to apologize to my Florida fans. Yes, the people you talking to from Georgia, they will be barking at you. No, they do not have a disorder. It's called being a Georgia fan. They cannot help it. But it should be a lot of fun for everybody involved. Well, we appreciate your time. By the way, let let us get. Do you have one great Spurrier story uh, after after playing for him uh, during your time at Florida? The greatest Steve Spurrier story I got is when I was getting recruited and I got a chance to go to Steve Spurrier's crib. I mean, I got to go, <laughs> you know, to the man's house, very very modest home, right? One bed, you know, one one story crib. It's not like a super duper mansion. And Coach Spurrier, you know, I'm walking in the house. I really don't know why I'm in his house. I'm like, well, why are we in his house? But he got his trophy room. And this thing, I mean, there are trophy rooms and there are Coach Spurrier's trophy room. I mean, you see <laughs> NCC Coach of the Year, ACC Coach of the Year, and there it is, Pat. Right there in the middle, there go the Heisman. So yep. I see it. I look at the Heisman. I look at Coach. I look at the Heisman, and I'm inching closer to it. I'm inching closer to it. 
and I'm right there getting ready to touch this thing, and I and I'm getting ready to touch. He goes, "All right, that's that's enough. Everybody out." And I'm like, "Oh man, he was looking at me the whole time. I mean, I wanted to touch that thing, but you know, hey, he saw me looking at it, but I was walking too slow. I got to go in Coach Berger's house. So Shane Matthews, Danny Warfel, y'all take that. I bet y'all ain't never been to his crib before. That's right. Well, and he didn't want you to have fingerprints on it. That was the biggest thing, but. Uh, now the Heisman is over at Spurs Restaurant, and uh, as is Danny Warfel's Heisman is right there too. So that's kind of cool as well. But, uh, hey, Ben, uh, great talking to you. And we, uh, I, I screwed up twice to, before we got him on, but we did get him on. And it's great to, to know what you're doing. And, uh, again, if you want to be involved in the, uh, the thing that Ben has going, the uh, fourth annual, right? Fourth annual legend series, legend series, and uh, you can go up to Jekyll Island and see that. And uh, just as as you said, what were the websites again, real quickly? It's uh, it's uh, you can go to you can go to Ben at ESPNCoastal.com or Christian at ESPNCoastal.com and look at it. And, and and I'll tell you something else. Guess who else going to be on Jekyll Island? The great Danny Warfel is doing his uh, he's doing his event yeah. on Jekyll Island as well. I ain't got as much juice as Danny does, but I might have to sneak in over there. I ain't got no invite, but I might sneak in over there with my I got some golf I got some golf clothes. I ain't I ain't playing no golf though. I was asked to play in the first Danny Werfel one and then none since. So just just to tell you where I am. That's where I stand uh with with uh the great Danny Werfel. But uh it's great talking to you, Ben and I know that all those conversations you and I had when you were a player here is a reason why you're so successful as a podcaster too. Pat, I appreciate you, sir, man. It means a lot coming from you. Like I said, when you coming through Florida, you don't know what in the world you're going to end up doing. But when Pat Dooley say you're going to do it, you're going to do it. And that's what I'm going to tell my mama. Stop hating on me, mama, because you don't know Pat. Pat don't want to talk to you. He want to talk to me. Deal with it. <laughs> great stuff, buddy. We'll see you later, okay? Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. The great Ben Troop, one of the greatest players to ever play at the University of Florida. And uh, he's, he's very complimentary of me, which – there's one reason I like to have them on. Of course. There aren't that many people that are. I know. You're one. You're chosen few. You, Ben Troop. Maybe Jane Spacetown would be nice to me. Doring was really nice. He he gave me credit for his career. That's good. Because I used to have him on that show over at 97X mm-hmm. uh, when it just when he was getting out of college. So yeah. that kind of started, started his career. Yeah. All right, well, uh, we'll stick with the phones. We've had a couple guys waiting, so we'll not make them wait through a break and snag Adam next. Adam, what's up? Man, that is that is just gangster, man. How do you put me behind Ben Troop, man? How do I follow that, dude? Ben what? Troop, then Adam. happen to be next in line. <laughs> yeah, Adam's next. Adam's next. Thanks, guys. Jeez, man. What a phenomenally hum- humble guy, man. What a great player. He's great. I love that guy, yeah. Yeah, and what Danny's doing as well up there, man. I wish I could get there, man. I blew my damn head gasket coming from the game last weekend. Oh, no. That's what she yeah. said. <laughs> uh, yeah, funny, funny. All right. Yeah, listen, listen, guys. Um, talking about Steve Spurrier, um, I- I'm thinking about coaches. Y'all were talking about coaches before you cut to uh, uh, Ben uh, before the break. And I, I don't remember – Steve Spurrier was a master at clock management, timeout management. Do, do you guys ever remember any situations to where you can recall in all his years, even at South Carolina, that he ever had anything that was questionable? 
Yeah, I, I, there is there has never been a coach in the history of the game that has not had yeah, some kind second of issue. Guessed. Yeah, I, I I think there was a game at Ole Miss in '94 where you could question his clock management. I mean, there were there. I mean, everybody has them. The question is, like for example, Les Miles had them constantly and still right. won national championship, but he had all kind of clock issues. Um, so yeah, and I mean everybody. It, Everybody thinks they have the answer, and then when you, if you, but if you don't do it the right way and it doesn't work out the right way, like you could say, we're going to go for it five times and six, like they were five and six on oh, third down, stop, right? Or man, fourth you're down. You're killing me. Don't remind me. Oh my God. That's the worst nightmare <laughs> in hell. Jeez, I can't stand thinking of that, Pat. That is not right. Don't bring that up again, Sorry. please. Good night. That is. Oh, that's my worst nightmare, that, that game. I don't even want to talk about that. But, um, yeah, I I guess, I mean, didn't Steve, like, didn't he kick it on, uh, punt it on third down because he twice. was so disgusting? He did it Steve. twice. He did twice. it against Ball State, um, and he did it against, I as I recall, he did it against uh, Ole Miss. And the second time he did it, he said, I just don't want to watch my offense anymore. Uh, but he went for it on fourth and 24 from his own three against FSU and got it. So, you know, it, that that's the ball coach, man. It, he's He is what he is. I, hey, he is the truth is the way we say it around here, man, in these parts. But, you know, talking about Steve and clock management, you know, I, and don't get me wrong, like, I love I love Billy. You know, I, I love his what he's doing. He's recruiting his ass off, right? Let's just say it like it is. Like, we're ranked eighth in the nation right now. We just got a flip, right, from FSU, yep. that Kearney guy, right? Mm-hmm. It, what position does he play? Offensive line. Yeah, he's like a right guard type guy, oh, yeah. Great. Oh, that's great. And we need offensive linemen, that's for sure. That, that is for sure, especially. that that That's great. Okay, so we just got him. He's recruiting his butt off, man, And but – there's a couple of times, you know, I feel like the LSU game right there at halftime, I rewatched the game, and right before the half, we had the ball at the 50-yard line, you know, and we had the momentum going, and it just – I don't understand why you would do something like that knowing that LSU is going to get the ball – after half, and I know I'm rehashing this, and we're talking about the Georgia game going forward, but I'm just, and then, and then, wasn't it the Utah game? I, I think it was the Utah game. There was a, there was another clock management right at the end of the game that was questionable. But, and Jeff, I asked you this before. I asked you this at the beginning of the season: Is Billy Napier the type of guy that can learn from his own mistakes, man, and make changes? Well, you know I, I, mean? I, I think we'll see that this week for for one because you had the bye week and we all know where the deficiencies are and I think he understands where they are. So if you see some change, then yeah, I think you can understand that. I just think that LSU right before the half there, I think that just got away from him. I don't think he expected the clock to all of a sudden get to that point. Then they thought they got the first down, didn't, and it just... But you call a timeout, Jeff. Yeah, Come no, I, I, I understand that. And get it wasn't his best moment. No, no it, it definitely was yeah. not. And I think everybody would have done that differently. But, yeah, I mean, just I think it's going to get to the point where 
he'll have somebody else being able to monitor that. I think they're they're assessing everything. You know, when when you're trying to be the the CEO and then call plays and do all these other things and in the the t- kind of the scheme of the game, you know, sometimes you just you're not straight thinking. So maybe now you look at it and say, "Okay, I have had a couple of clock issues, some blunders that I probably would have done differently." Maybe now you find somebody on the staff that is the clock guy or, you know, he's got a guy that's telling you about the whether to go for two or one and the charts and all these other things. So you just you get to a point where you start to delegate some of these things and, and realize you can't do it all. And I think that's when you get to be a really, really good coach is when you trust in other people and we might start to see that. But I thought he had a guy like that and I'm not questioning that. I thought I thought he had somebody on staff that was in charge of those type of situations, but um, and the reason why I'm bringing it up is because we've had so many one-score games, and he's so good at one-score games. He was great at Louisiana, one-score games, and that is so in—it's so imperative to be good and mm-hmm. great, actually great in those situations. You have to—I mean, you really got to be great in those situations, and it takes—it takes a lot. And um, you know, I, I hope we we get after Georgia. And as far as I guess I'm leading into the point that, you know what, we've had a lot of one-score games that we're right there. I don't think that we're that far away from Georgia. I don't think we're that far away from beating the Jokers in Jacksonville, Bubba. I'm telling you, man, I think we can get after them. Go Gators. Thanks, guys. All right, Adam. Thank you. I mean, technically, the Gators are 3-1 and in one-score games this year. Yeah, technically. But I, I the couple have gotten away late. I consider Kentucky and LSU to be one score games. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, and they got a, got away a little different. How you wanted it? Tony's next. Tony, what's Wait up? A minute. What what king was not a one score? Oh, Eastern Washington. Yeah, destroyed them. <laughs> hey, Tony. Good for them. <laughs> Tony, Tony, there. No. Nope. Tony, 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 Tony. Tone or Tony, Tony, Tony. It's a band, right? Tony, Tony, Tony. Uh, it was, yeah. See? One-hit wonders. The O'Neaters. The O'Neaters were the best one-hit wonders of all time. We'll take a break. We'll come back, and we will uh, open up the phone lines again. 392-8255. You want to join us here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Alex Moreski. In Gator news, Gators softball will take on USF tomorrow night at home starting at 7 p.m. Also tomorrow night, the Gators volleyball team will face off against Auburn. That match in Alabama starts at 8. Then on Thursday, the Gators women's soccer team will host Texas A&M. Coverage of that game will start here at 5.50 p.m. on WRUF. Then tonight, the Tampa Bay Lightning will take on the Los Angeles Kings in LA, the Lightning are currently 3-3. Three and three. Coverage of that game starts at 10 p.m. here on WRUF. I'm Alex Moreski. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. 
And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. 2022 has been a hell of a ride so far, but it's finally football season again and time to get the party started. While everything else seems to be in a constant state of change, at Leonardo's Millhopper, we're still serving pies, garlic knots, and salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Come on in with your family and friends to relive good times and create new memories at Gainesville's iconic pizza destination. Follow us on Instagram for the sexy food pics, and as always, don't forget the tailgate 10. Hey, Jeff. Yo! I'm back, baby! Well, folks, football season snuck up on us, and we're right in the middle of all the action. So if you weren't ready, well, that's on you. Don't let that happen when it comes to Christmas time. It's time to start thinking about getting that special somebody a unique gift that they'll remember forever. And the first place you should think of when doing that is Oaks Jewelry. Let their amazing staff put together something unique that'll score you more points than the orange and blue do on the football field. Whether it's a Christmas proposal, a necklace for mom with all the kids' birthstones, or anything in between, there is no place that'll treat you better than Oaks Jewelry, so stop in today. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldenLaw.com, where we won't back down. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. 
As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Staying mostly clear and quiet through this evening with increasing clouds overnight. Tomorrow, spotty to scattered showers are possible. Highs around 80. Thursday and Friday, sunshine returns with afternoon highs in the 80s. This weekend, a 20% chance for thunderstorms both days. Highs in the 80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. And now, the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Arizona Cardinals are back-ish uh, as they beat the Saints. And then you had a moment where you had quarterback and coach yelling at each other. I thought it was embarrassing that Cliff Kingsbury allowed that to happen. got to be a coach. That, that's not the way you address me. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Always great to talk to former Gators, especially Ben Troop, who I loved when he was here. He's a great player. Um, you know, kind of made his mark under Ron Zook more than the, S, the head ball coach. But mm-hmm. under Ron Zook, he was awesome. And sometimes I would go, why didn't they throw the ball to him more? But there's a lot of things I question. The funny thing is, Gator fans right now would love the consistency of runs. Eight wins, eight wins, seven wins, you know. They haven't had that for a while. But I guess with Mullen, they kind of had it. But it was not Mm. trending in the right direction. One bad year. Cause it. All right, back to the phones we go. Let's get Tony, who's back. Hey, Tony. Hey, how are you guys? Dandy. Adam got to follow Ben Troop. I get to follow. Was that Adam Davis or, or Adam Santa Maria? I think it was Adam's rib. <laughs> um, Actually, I saw uh, Adam Davis at the last football game. Weird you say did? his name. He stopped by the, the tailgate and said hello. That's funny. Um, I was just trying to think of Adams that I can remember from the baseball team. So, yeah. Um, not a lot of – I couldn't couldn't think of one from football. But, uh, um, I went Adam down Benateri. Adam Benateri. Yeah, well, Gator football. I went down the wormhole a little bit last night, uh, Pat, and watched the uh, the '83 game for no real reason on the um, in the, the no huddle version, which only took like 30 minutes. But uh, I still like I still away. can't forgive you for watching that game. Well, I'd like to get away from the mentality of uh, 
teeing away these these games to Georgia like we have been. That was the ten nine game, is that right? Yeah, it was. That was the game where Wilbur Marshall is jumping over a pile and his foot accidentally clips a guy in the top of the head and he gets fifteen yard penalty and right. kept their drive alive. Yeah. Now I remember th- I remember everything about that game. Yeah. Interception at the one, yep. like a bunch of dumb stuff. But it, it was typical, you know, back then Georgia and they kinda wait for us to screw around like like Kentucky does and uh all that, but Pat, I listened to, to our AD, who I really like, um, on your show, and, and it's funny because I'm listening. And I'm like, damn, he didn't even ask him about the stadium. And the first thing he said was, "Well, I didn't have time to ask him about the stadium." So, um, but he, I didn't really get the warm and fuzzies when you mentioned the, the Florida Georgia game. And after the joint statement yesterday, I, for the first time in my life, I feel like this game is not going to be in Jacksonville for more than like the next eight years. I don't. I don't agree with that. I think they're all. They all. It's almost like they all had a moment where they went, "Hey, we need to go back to posturing. We only have two more years left on the deal, and at some point they're going to come to us and go, well, you guys have already said it's going to be here.' And no, they want the city of Jacksonville to do whatever they have to do if they want to put them on cruise ships. They will. I mean, they. They just. Uh, I think there's a lot of posturing going on. I I don't think it will leave Jacksonville in my lifetime. I hope it doesn't. Uh, there was a time when I hoped it would. I loved going to Athens. So 95 is, I would say, in my list of favorite Gator Florida-Georgia games, 95 is right up there and near the top. That was a lot of fun that day. There's there's two games I regret not going to that one and Ohio State. Um, those are the two I, I regret not going to. But I've, I've been fortunate. Yeah, I just I don't know. I, and Strickland brought up a great point. They're going to dump a bunch of money in the swamp, and with this new, you know, if the city's going to pay them say like ten million dollars a year, you know, Florida and Georgia with this new TV contract, is that that five to ten million is a drop in the bucket? No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, right yeah, that that's a good point. Um, but I, I don't think Florida wants to move the game. I think they like the fact the game, is, as Spurrier brought up when he first got the job, he said, hey, game's in the state of Florida. You know, we have the advantage. And um, and then, of course, he started beating their ass every year. And then they said, well, we may need to move this game. But the city of Jacksonville came through. But I don't know where I, – I, I, I still don't believe it's going to leave, but we'll see. I think I will say one of the, and I hope it, like I said, I hope it stays. I, I do think one of the dumber ideas is this, like somehow involving Atlanta and Jacksonville. Like no, if you're going to do just, that, then that's make crazy. Campuses, but. Yeah, if you don't want to play the game in this one place, then just go to right. the campuses. And if they went to the campuses, you know, again, I don't have to go to the games. I don't cover the games. I don't go to, to on the road anymore. And that would bother me more than anything is if they went so they were going to to Athens every other year. I think Athens is one of the coolest. It's like a lot like Austin. You know, just a cute, cool music town, great places to eat, great great bars, great scene. I love Athens. It's it's my favorite SEC city. It really is. But we never get to go there. All right, well, Georgia sucks, and I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. I'm not saying Georgia doesn't suck. I'm just saying Athens doesn't suck. They produced two of my favorite bands. Can you name them? No. R.E.M. Mm-hmm. B-52s. Didn't know that. Well, a love shack is a little old place where 
We yeah, I think for, can get together. There's a lot of people that are Gator fans probably that have never gone to Athens because there's no. not a reason to. Unless they're going up there for the a baseball time, series. Yeah. Or baseball. or I, I went actually went there for uh, the national championships and gymnastics. They hosted it one year. Florida was had a chance to win, but they didn't do well. But I think they're finished. Yeah, very uh, eccentric town. It's cool. It's a cool place. It's beautiful too. The 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 I, I think it's one of the most beautiful stadium settings where it's kind of down like Florida is. It's down below ground level, but you have that um, railroad track on the back. You have the open end zone. You have all the uh, the 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 foliage around there is beautiful. I I love when I'm in Athens. I I always have a good time there, and um, so I have nothing against the city of Athens. I agree. I like it. And I had uh, Buck Ballou on as my uh, podcast guest yesterday. So I'm pro-Georgia. Although I know how I would vote if I was living in that state. We were watching Don't the, get uh, me started on that guy. We were watching the Packers game the other day at the house, and my daughter doesn't know much about football. I was like, hey, who's playing? She looks at Green Bay's helmet. She's like, Georgia? <laughs> Yeah, they got to get rid of that G. They get looks too much like Georgia, Georgia or G- Georgia Grambling and Green Bay. They're, they're all the same. Yeah, they're but the who, same G. Georgia would have had it first. Yeah, I would think so. Had yeah. to have, right? Yeah, Packers didn't start till yeah. Georgia started. The Packers have won a lot more in the O's. I would I would think. Mm-hmm. The O like nineteen O O. 1906, 1902. Florida started in 1906, although Georgia claims they started in 1904. They beat the team from Lake City, and they count that as a win in the uh, series. So, so that's why it's off. It's off. Think about this, though. And I'm a, I hate to give away. I always hate to give away good tidbits that I'm going to give the quarterback club, which uh, tonight I will. Uh, James Bates is a speaker. That'll be a lot of fun. But... Meyer and Spurrier against Georgia, 16-2. and two. Take them away. It's pretty ugly what's happened. I mean, they're 16-2, and two, so that's, up, that's plus 14. Georgia is plus 9 or 10, depending on what, who you believe. So, yeah, it's 70s were not good to the Gators. And, of course, they won 24 times be- before 1952. So they, they dominated the early part. And Georgia was a power then. Florida was not a power in college football for a long, long time. In fact, you could make an argument they weren't a power until Steve Spurrier walked through the door. Well, this is actually the 100th meeting. At least that's what Florida claims. All well, time. according to Georgia, it's 101. Right. So that's interesting. They should just let it go. Let let that nineteen nobody's alive from the nineteen oh four team. Let it go. Yeah, just let it let it be gone. One one thing that has to be changed though, you were talking about the, the field earlier. Yeah. The capacity of T I A A A Bank Field, which Whatever. is so hard to say, yeah. is seventy six thousand six hundred and sixty six. And it's not good when you look at it. Well, but who's it not good for? Which team? Well, both teams. So you're saying that so the, all of a sudden the the, the uh, field's going to open up and the bowels of hell? Yeah, like 
We need to change. Like you got to. Well, I, well add I'm not going to the game then. Add a few seats <laughs> or something. Well, they are adding seats. Like you would think, people sitting in the uh, jacuzzis or the pools would. Also, that water count. starts getting a little hot. I know. Yeah, it's a little freaky. Yeah, it's I I I still like the game there, and I, I I didn't used to like it there, and I like it now. And but whatever they do, it's up to them. I mean, I don't worry about things like that anymore. I like to comment on them, but I don't really. I don't worry about them. It doesn't like stress me out to think that Florida Georgia might not be in Jacksonville. Okay, if it's not, it's not. They'll be somewhere else. They'll still play the game. Well, SEC Nation will be there. They will. As you know. But that's, not, think, a, that's not a good the, thing. Uh, the big boys are going to... They're going somewhere weird. They didn't go to UCF? No. Cincy? Where are they going? They're going somewhere different. I can't remember where it is, though. Gators are 9-11. and 11. When appearing on SEC Nation, so it's not been good. It's basically 500. I mean, <laughs> there's a reason they're at the game because both teams are pretty good, competitive. You know, so well they need they need to win and make it 10 and 11. Yes, they do. It'd be nice. All right. Well, Wait, now where are they going? Where is game day going? They're going somewhere strange, but I can't think of where it is. It's not like a Power 5 team. It's somewhere weird. California Penal League? Could be. Could be. All right, get over to the quarterback club. No, it's not Cal. They want you to go talk to them nicely. All right, I will do that. And uh, appreciate Ben Troop coming on the show as well. Jeff will take you home from here. That we will. And I apologize for that. I will do my best. We'll be right back. Come back and wrap things up here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Alex Mraski. The Tampa Bay Lightning will take on the Los Angeles Kings in L.A. tonight. The Lightning are currently 3-3 three and three on the year. Coverage starts here at 10 p.m. on WRUF. In Gator news on Thursday, the Gators women's soccer team will host Texas A&M in their final game of the season. Coverage of that game will start here at 5.50 p.m. While Gator softball takes on USF tomorrow night at home starting at 7 p.m. Also tomorrow, the Gators volleyball team will face off against Auburn. That match in Alabama starts at 8 p.m. I'm Alex Moraski. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What I'd like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry is when you walk into the door, you're going to be treated like family. And when you walk out of the door, you will feel as if you've had an experience like no other in terms of dental practices. 
you will you will be treated both professionally and personally. So to the extent that um, you won't you won't look for another practice. Uh, this is a lifetime type of practice where the moment you enter into it, I, I firmly believe that people don't leave here. They, they become patients forever. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. International Diamond Center's incredible semi-annual store-wide sale is coming. November 4th, 5th, and 6th. A three-day, $60 million event. Extra savings store-wide. Plus 36 months, zero interest financing. Get that $2,000 Diamond Eternity Band and pay just $56 a month. Getting engaged? Upgrading or diamond? Looking for that perfect gift? You can't miss this. Best prices on all rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, fashion jewelry, even GIA certified diamonds. Plus zero interest financing. November 4th, 5th, and 6th at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. On approved credit. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. The future is now. Balls out. Gators say they have it. Oh, and it is Florida football. The 100th edition of the Florida-Georgia game kicks off on Saturday, October 29th. Kickoff is set for 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 12.30 Eastern, 11.30 a.m. Central. Right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. We are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, back at it. Just a few minutes to go here on the tailgate. Let's get a uh, phone call or two to wrap it up as we go to Copper Gator. Copper Gator, what's up? What's up, dude? A uh, quick quick question, and I know that, it, that it's probably off topic for today's football game conversation with, with, with the big Florida-Georgia game. Have you got any feedback on how the scrimmages are going for baseball this week? Uh, not this week. Last week, um, I, I was able to stop by a little bit. Um, I mean, everything's sort of status quo. I mean, Shellnut's been doing a really good job, which is kind of cool. I think you expected that. He was so good at Santa Fe last year, um, and that's yeah. exciting because he's a local kid. And then you've got uh, you know Caglione probably going to play first and do some different things there. Pitching's been lights out. Still trying to figure out what to do about the uh, the, the closer at the end of the game. So I think I think we'll get a, a good test on you know what that lineup's going to be when it's real on on Friday when for for those that don't know Florida's actually going to play Georgia in Jacksonville baseball wise on Friday so I'll be over there uh, and it'll be fun. So what time is that game and is that 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 is that the stadium where the where the strip play? Yep, uh, six thirty I think is when it starts. 
yeah. No, that's. I mean, that's cool that they kind of do that game every year. You know, as a spring game against uh, against them uh, during that time, and you know, it, it's good to get these guys some work in during the off season like this, and, and kind of getting some at bats and trying to get some live some live swings and stuff like that. Yeah, they they scrimmage a bunch, and I think that certainly has has helped them in trying to figure it out. I think there's only a few positions up for grabs. You know, if, if if Colby can have the year like the summer that he had, and he was actually pretty good down the stretch last year, and um, Rivera's a year older, so you should be okay. I mean, I, I don't. And yeah. then Ryapel coming back was huge too. And do you think? I mean, have you have you seen anything? Is Fabian still left field, or are they going to move Rivera as like kind of a situational infielder when you give that guys and stuff like that off, or? or has there been any kind of inclination from Sully on that kind of stuff? No, not really. I mean, I would think Josh stays there. They they love the defense, and if he can yeah. just be more consistent hitting. And that's where, right. I mean, two years ago, I mean, I would have said if Josh Rivera is a shortstop, I think Florida's going to lose a gazillion games. But he, he worked really <laughs> hard to get better, and it was so much better yeah. last year. And so that then think, makes me think that he'll be even better this year. Right. And then um, on, on a side note, does, does Guthrie make the the final roster for the World Series? No, but he would get a ring. Uh, he he was actually ineligible. They brought him up when when they brought him up, he couldn't be on the roster. Some oh okay because I thought he was on the in the NLDS, wasn't he? No. Oh okay, so I thought I thought he made the roster for the playoffs at some point there, and I was like, that's cool for him to you know get a chance to make it in the World Series and and kind of do all that stuff. But no, he yeah, he'd at least get a ring, which would which would be kind of cool. So I think that's where you know if it came down to it, you, know, you might puke in your yeah. mouth a little bit. But hey, it'd be it'd be fun to see the Phillies win it. Well, if you got to ask me, I'll put my I'll put my paycheck on the Phillies. I can't stand the Astros, so I'd rather have them win it all day. Even did you did you rival. see? And I was going to actually mention this. Do you see what it costs for the? It's it's game three, but it would obviously be the the first game in Philly. In Philly. No, I didn't see the number. What the, was it? The cheapest ticket, so just the standing room only get-in price is $1,300 for standing room no only. So, so there was actually a lot of Phillies fans that I saw today, and one story said you could buy a ticket in Houston, fly there, spend the night in a hotel, go to the game, fly home, and it'd still be cheaper than going to the game in Philly. Like, it's just well, was- it's crazy. That was the conversation for the Braves last year. Like mm-hmm. I would contemplate just taking the direct flight from Gainesville to Dallas because that's a it's a direct flight now, and then going there and doing that versus driving to Atlanta where you're you know you're having you know staying at the Battery and doing all that and trying to catch up there. It was cheaper almost to fly out there. Yeah, it's... and, and it, it, did you see that? Did you see the schedule? I mean, somebody in Philly is living right or doing something right because you've got the first two games in in uh, in Houston. And then the first game, you like you said, the third game of the series there. Then they play Sunday against whoever the, the, the Eagles play. The rest of the series is played. Then they have Thursday night, and then game seven would be Friday night if it got to that. So six straight <laughs> nights of, of Philly sports. And I, I know that will bore a lot of people talking about baseball and doing all that stuff. But, uh, you know, it's crazy, man. And uh, we'll talk about it. Go Gators and hope they play well this weekend. All we'll right, Copper Gator, thank you. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a great fan base. I mean, there's so many people with, with a lot of passion – throughout the country but philly fans are, are one of the best and it's been been a while since they've been there so you can see why it's that i actually looked up a behind home plate ticket just to be like hey, what would that cost seven thousand one hundred and five dollars to go to one game 
I mean, you'd obviously have to have a, a lot of money to be able to pull that off. But but then again, I think that market is dictated by the people that are buying it. You know, maybe if you wait till the very end, some of those seats go down. But it's just, it seems pretty crazy to spend them that amount of money. I and mean, we would sit here and talk about people not wanting to go to a, a Gator game on a Saturday because they can just sit there. So it's uh, it was definitely nuts when that uh, when it's all said and done. Good. Yeah, got a got an email from uh, Tony. Said went to a Phillies Rays World Series game, and it was just one twenty five a ticket. That was what oh eight. So just uh, it's it's been amazing how much it has uh, certainly changed. We will see, but no, this uh, this game will be, I would hope, fun on uh, on Saturday. If you missed it again, it's the uh, the one hundredth meeting. At least that's what the uh, the Gators are claiming, and we'll see, and we'll talk more about it throughout the week, but. You just hope that the Gators can can get the running game going because when you look at the the SEC in yards per carry and where the Gators rank, Montreal Johnson's first, 7.2 yards a carry. Richardson's second at 7.1. And then ETN is fourth at 6.3. And the Gators are second in the FBS at yards per carry. It's just over six, I think, 6.2 or 6.3, something like that. So... We'll see if they can get it going. Don't allow a bunch of sacks, which they don't, and Georgia doesn't get a bunch of sacks. So Richardson, maybe he'll have some time to do some things, and who knows? But a lot of uh, different things that we will talk about over the uh, next couple of days. Again, we will not have a show Friday because I'll be heading over to Jacksonville and get ready for all the fun festivities that is uh, going on. Appreciate Ben Troop for coming on earlier today. If you missed it, you can uh, go check out that interview and we repost things. Appreciate Zach for producing. For Pat Dooley, I am Jeff Cardozo. Back at it tomorrow here on the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.